0: We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, we're uh, gabbing, uh, we're gabbing. Welcome to gabbing, gabbing
1: with Gracie and heather today i'm trying something new uh, i have the 19 crime hallie rose so it's the snoop Dogg and martha stewart label so it's got a picture of snoop dog on it i wait a second i had no idea martha stewart was really like a part of that i thought it was strictly snoop dog no because some of the types of wine have her on it oh yeah it's good it's tasty all right. Today,
0: I am finishing off Dark Horse Sauvignon Blanc, California 2022. Hmm. I love Dark Horse. I had their rosé before we moved, and I have not been able to find it since. I'm and you so love yourself
1: myself. a rosé.
0: Yes, I do.
1: Well, this week, we are on part nine of our epic discussion of Pride and Prejudice. We're almost there. Yeah. And last time, we we skipped a week. We went to Comic-Con this weekend. We got to be in the same room together. Yes, finally. It was awesome. <laughs> so thank you for your patience as we waited for this next part. But yeah, we left off with the last chapter we discussed was chapter 46, which is, if it's broken down by the volumes, it's volume three, chapter four. And we left off where Elizabeth got shocking news about Lydia. Jane wrote to say that Lydia... And Wickham had run off together and to get them to come home because they were just visiting Lambton? Lambton? Yes. Yes. They were scheduled to go see the Darcys. So Elizabeth broke down, told Darcy what was going on, and they're out the door to run home back to Longbourn. That's where we left off.
0: They bolted. Yeah.
1: So there's, it's getting real juicy, y'all.
0: It's getting very juicy. Very, very, very.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we start chapter 47 or volume three, chapter five, off with Mr. and Mrs. Gardner arguing that they don't think that Whitcomb is so stupid as to not marry Lydia because there's some back and forth on whether he intends to marry Lydia or not. According to what people are saying, Danny told them that he had no intention. But Lizzie doesn't think that that's the case because of what Denny supposedly said. And also the fact he was a conniving
0: little twerp with uh, Georgiana.
1: Yeah, because she has all the information where other people don't have all the information. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to hope and pray. And, like, if we didn't know... Wickham's background we would probably side with Mr. and Mrs. Gardner because Lydia doesn't have money why would he like run off with a gentleman's daughter somebody who Mm -hmm. is protected Mm -hmm. without any intention of marrying her exactly but then why would he marry her because he needs the money
0: oh my goodness gracious as little as it is he needed it
1: yeah so they book it home, and they only spend one night on the road. They make it home by dinner. And the kids are happy to see their parents and their cousin, Elizabeth.
0: And Jane is just relieved
1: to yes. have her sister back. Because Jane has had to deal with all this nonsense. And Mrs. Bennett is Mrs. Bennett. So she has taken to her bed, as we all want to do. Yes. And she thinks it's everybody's fault but Lydia's, because Lydia can do no wrong. Mm
0: -hmm. She's
1: convinced that Mr. Bennett is going to find Wickham, fight him, and then die. And then the Collinses will throw them all out of the house. (laughs) She's so dramatic. She is
0: the... she she (laughs) When you go into the dictionary, you'll see her name slash face, whichever personification you want. To use next to dramatic. Yes,
1: that is Mrs. Bennett. Basically, her brother, Mr. Gardner, tells her to calm down, to not to be alarmed. That they're gonna find them and they're gonna reason with them. Kitty and Mary are just kind of like pretty. Kitty's a hot mess. Pretty chill. They're pretty chill, but. Um, They're responding in their own way. Like they're not being dramatic like their mother. So Mary is like saying stuff like this is a most unfortunate affair and will probably be much talked about. But we must stem the tide of malice and pour into the wounded bosoms of each other the balm of sisterly consolation. So Mary kind of goes to her books and Kitty is... what she does best to go to yeah. her books. Her, yeah, and Kitty goes to her toilets. Um, To her what? Her toilet, like her makeup and or uh, things okay, like that. Okay, like okay.
0: To... <laughs> I totally took it to a whole other level yeah, in my brain. But yeah, it's like
1: that she's upset over the loss of her favorite sister and the anger which she had herself incurred in the business. So she was a bit fretful and stuff. She but overall, been... she was pretty So at this point, the truth starts to come out about Wickham Wickham because Colonel Foster writes and that he talks about how he talked to to Denny and stuff like that. And Denny wouldn't tell him anything, but he finds out that there's debt that's happening. Like it comes out that there's debt in Meryton, there's debt in Brighton and stuff, and that, like, he wasn't the person that people thought he was. And then Kitty ends up fasting that she's known for weeks of them being in love. Quantity so, like, thoughts. the truth is starting to slowly come out now. Uh ridiculous and then jane shows lizzie the letter that lydia wrote to mrs foster to harriet foster it's absurd it is she's just so true. yeah she is well it's like i don't think we need to read the letter but what we can read is what elizabeth responded upon reading it she said oh thoughtless thoughtless Lydia cried Elizabeth when she had finished it what a letter is this to be written at such a moment but at least it shows she was serious in the object of her journey whatever he might afterwards persuade her to do it was not on her side a scheme of infamy my poor father how he must have felt it and then Jane says I've never saw anyone so shocked he could not speak a word for a full 10 minutes yeah Mr. Bennett's roosters have come to roost
0: Yes, how he the must like Elizabeth for having Elizabeth say how he must have felt it like it's kind of like her saying like I told you so in a way I mean yeah. obviously not to him but I feel as though I mean, I mean this is of course as per usual getting ahead of myself but like he still doesn't learn his lesson in my no, opinion
1: he never will doesn't learn his
0: lesson I think everyone else recognizes the situation clearly for the exception of Mrs. Bennett. Like, I think even Kitty's like, oh, this isn't what was supposed to happen. Like, they could sh- sh- they could have been in love, but they didn't have to run away, you know?
1: Exactly. So Sorry, in that
0: aspect, he is actually lucky that this isn't going to happen again.
1: Yeah, that's true. Seemingly. But the rest of the chapter, I don't know if you have anything to add, but the rest of the chapter is basically just kind of the logistics of what happened. Mrs. Bennett threw a fit, so all the servants knew what was going on. Mrs. Phillips ended up staying. Her sister came in and stayed with her for a few days. Lady Lucas came over. Which is not uh, what uh, anybody uh, wanted. No, not at all, because they're trying to keep it... Hush, hush. Hush, hush. But
0: maybe they would have been able to do it if it wasn't for the fact that Mrs. Bennett stuck up in her room the whole entire time.
1: Being all dramatic. And her
0: actual own sister
1: is just as gossipy as she is. Yeah, that's true. Can you? we really trust Mrs. Phillips? No. I think the only one that can be trusted out of that whole family is Mr. Gardner. The girls, mm-hmm. the Gardner girls are a hot mess.
0: Spoiled brats, seemingly.
1: Chapter 48, or Volume 3, Chapter 6. Mr. Gardner's off to London and promises to write because Mr. Bennett is not writing, so nobody knows what the hell's happening.
0: Has he gone into a duel? Has he yeah. found them? Like, like what's exactly. going on?
1: I made a note that each day, Mrs. Phillips keeps coming. And each time she comes, she has more stories about Wickham, debt, and seduction.
0: <laughs> it's the truth. It is the truth. And nobody wants to hear it, but everybody wants to hear it. Yeah,
1: they want to hear the hot gossip.
0: Well, I mean, and what I mean by everybody, I mean, just Mrs. Bennett, because I don't think the yeah. girls want to hear about it at all.
1: And she wants to get herself all worked up. Exactly. Oh, it was to be done with my Lydia. Yeah. So everybody's coming to He's her a, bedroom. He's and... a
0: gamester. He's a gamester.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we kind of, which we kind of assumed that that's how he was racking up all of his debts. But I guess it could have been through drinking and other things, too, now that I think about it. Drinking Creating a tap. Yeah. I,
0: you know, I would never even really thought about that, but it would make sense.
1: And living lavishly, spending money at gentlemen's clubs and whatnot, because I feel like we've established that he kind of thought that he was better off than he actually was. He was Mm -hmm, definitely living above mm -hmm. his means.
0: Well, if you're in the regiment, boo-boo, that don't mean much, apparently, though.
1: Yeah. So, Mr. Gardner (laughs) writes (laughs) that they still can't find Wickham, but they have written to Colonel Foster to see if... Wickham mentioned anything about having people or connections in London. So, yeah, they're so they're still looking for him. And then Mr. Collins writes, but Mr. Bennett isn't there. So Jane opens it and he is. So insufferable. Like, I just want to point out this one thing he says, because he's writing because he knows what's going on with everything. And he goes, the death of your daughter would have been a blessing in comparison to this. Like, shut the hell up, Jude.
0: He's so despicable. He's despicable.
1: That shit makes me regret me acknowledging that he had feelings the other day.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. It
1: was it was a very short moment of yeah, feelings. You know, that, yeah. I mean, we
0: all we we all have our our weak moments. Heather, you had yours. He is her such a death. Freaking, death. Like, how do you say? How could you say that?
1: Especially to someone's like parents.
0: But Mrs. Bennett, she wouldn't even understand it. You know what I'm saying.
1: Well, what the letter was to Mister Bennett, though I don't even think Missus Bennett ever saw the letter.
0: But like, if you were to have yeah. said it to like her, or she would have read it, or you would have read it. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just she, she, she's just so far and beyond. She's like, what? No, that's true. I, I, that's true. It, it, it would have made no. He shouldn't have said it, but it wouldn't have like affected anybody.
1: It would have been in one ear and out the other.
0: There you go. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I put here. Regarding, well, I'm moving. I think I'm fast forwarding a little bit. No, the gamester, Missus Garner began to wish to be at home.
1: Yeah, because she only stays until I think Sunday.
0: Well, Missus Gardner went away in all perplexity about Elizabeth and her Derbyshire friend that had attended her from the from that part of the world. So she still doesn't know.
1: She can't figure out Lizzie. She
0: can't figure it out whatsoever. Yeah. And Lizzie must have done or said something that I just put, she knows she loves D.
1: Oh, well, I wrote and I wrote down, hold on a second. Oh, I just want to point out while I'm looking for this that they figured out Colonel Foster figures out that he, Wickham owes at least <sighs> a thousand pounds just in Brighton. That's crazy.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: That is, especially back then. All right, let me see paragraph
0: five. Is it the, and in the wretched state of his own finances, there was a very Uh, powerful motive for secrecy?
1: No, this is about Lizzie. Um, uh, Just that Lizzie knows her feelings. So the Mm -hmm, present unhappy mm -hmm. state of the family rendered any other excuse for the lowness of her spirits unnecessary. Nothing therefore could be fairly conjectured from that thought elizabeth who was by this time tolerably well acquainted with her own Mm -hmm. feelings was Mm -hmm. perfectly aware that had she known nothing of darcy she could have borne the dread of lydia's infamy somewhat better it would have spared her she thought one sleepless night out of the two so that is why i wrote she knows she loves yeah exactly that
0: sounds completely inappropriate she knows she loves darcy
1: well, she loves him deeply. Like you were saying before, Mrs. Gardner wants to go home, so they end up switching. She goes to London, and then the same day, Mr. Bennett comes home. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> only thing else I have to add about this chapter is that Mr. Bennett, when he gets home, he makes Kitty cry. Because and she, she says,
0: I am not going to run away, <laughs> yeah. Papa, says Kitty fretfully. If I should ever go to Brian, I would behave better li- better than Lydia.
1: And he says, you go to Brighton? I would not trust you so near as Eastbourne for 50 pounds. No, Kitty, I have last learned to be cautious and you will feel the effects of it. No officer is ever to enter my house again, nor even pass through the village. Balls will be absolutely prohibited unless you stand up with one of your sisters. And you are never to stir out of doors till you can prove that you have spent 10 minutes of every day in rational manner. Kitty, who took all these threats in a serious light, began to cry. Well, well, he said. Do not make yourself unhappy. If you are a good girl for the next 10 years, I will take you to a review at the end of them.
0: He doesn't learn. He doesn't Nope. Learn whatsoever. He's still Mr. Mr. Comedy Act.
1: Yeah, exactly. We get a
0: letter from Mr. Gardner.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was really funny because the girls are walking and he'll comes Hill? up and is like, who <laughs> is like, oh, uh so what's the news? Like Hill's <laughs> like, I'm not waiting around. I gotta find out.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I I was in hopes you might have got some good news from town. I took the liberty of coming to ask.
1: Yeah, because was wasn't it the express came like thirty minutes before? Yes. They knew they were walking outside. If they knew there was an express, do you think they'd really be walking outside? Probably not
0: probably not you're right you're right he's
1: so they old. have to go find the butler to find Mr. Bennett
0: he's holed up somewhere was he holed up oh no he was, was outside he outside
1: somewhere he was like walking outside because they run to the house right and the butler's like oh he went that away the letter is from Mr. Gardner and it's basically saying that two days after Mr. Bennett left they ended up finding Lydia Say are gonna marry but like if mr bennett agrees to the terms following terms which are he uh she would receive five thousand pounds upon her parents death and receive 100 pounds annually and i made a note somewhere i think it might be in a different chapter but that 5,000 pounds is actually what was put aside. I. It sounds like it might have been, like, from Mrs. Uh, Bennett's money. Like, it's that 5,000 pounds when they got married was right. put aside to be left to Mrs. Bennett and the girls to be divided up however they wanted. Okay. So now, basically, all that money that they had put aside for them is now going to Lydia. Nobody else is getting any of it.
0: (laughs) Oh. All that is required of you is to assure your daughter by settlement her equal share of the five thousand
1: pounds. Oh equal share? Yeah. So does that mean it's only like thousand? Hmm. I didn't even take note of that.
0: Secured among your children after the decease of yourself and my sister. And moreover, to enter into an engagement of allowing her during your life, 100 pounds per annum.
1: I'm going to have to look to see if I can find later on where I wrote that down because it's, there's something about it later on.
0: I know what you're talking about. It sounds familiar. That's why I read this out loud because I was like, let's try to clear this up. But instead, Hmm. questioning even more.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll find out. But basically, Mr. Bennett says that like this doesn't make any sense because Wickham would be a fool to take less than 10000 So regardless, this is a much smaller amount than he should have tried to get. So they're like, what's going on? And then so they're assuming that Mr. Gardner is paying... Right. The difference in not telling them. Mr. Bennett is really like thrown and doesn't know what to do. Right.
0: Because this is his responsibility. Mm-hmm. He should be paying it all off, but he doesn't have any money. Thanks a lot,
1: Wickham. Yeah, exactly. And so and he does write and, back. And,
0: and the reason why he's saying, you know, he's taking her for less than 10,000 is because that's how much his debt is 10,000 pounds.
1: Well, that's what they're assuming.
0: Seems like it, right?
1: Because it's a thousand from Brighton and then oh, in the next chapter they talk about Colonel Foster is gonna take care of the creditors in Brighton Mm -hmm. with Mr. Gardner Backing it, and then can Mr. Bennett take care of the Meriton ones? So, like, if you figure if he's got a thousand in Brighton, he's got like probably a thousand in Meriton, and then he's got like whatever he's running up in London. So, yeah, it's getting way above probably the five thousand. Mm-hmm. So, that's why Mr. Bennett is probably like, he should have gone for at least ten thousand. Um, but what choice does he have? He's got to save his daughter's reputation. So if the, if he agrees to all that, then they're going to marry. And so he ends up having to write back. And then Lydia, not Lydia. Lydia, Lizzie and Jane go and take the letter to Mrs. Bennett, Kitty and Mary. And Mrs. Bennett is the thrilled, of course. All is good. she's so excited. her daughter's getting married at 16. she wants to write to Mrs. Gardner about the wedding clothes. she wants to ask Mr. Bennett like how much money she can have for the wedding clothes. She doesn't want to be in her bed anymore. she wants to go tell Mrs. Phillips about it and then she wants to stop at Miss- Lady Lucas's and she wants to talk to Mrs. Long like she's just like, let me spread the word. She's very joyous. And, oh, and she even, like, pulls Hill into it.
0: Is Mrs. Hill really happy?
1: Well, she's probably happy her mistress isn't, like, moping any longer.
0: What the hell does she care? She's laying down in bed. She doesn't really have to take care of her.
1: She has to deal with her. I don't know. She says, it says Mrs. Hill instantly began to express her joy. So, no, but,
0: you know, Elizabeth received her congrat-
1: yeah.
0: congratulations amongst the rest. And then, sick of this folly, took refuge in yeah. her own room that she might think with freedom.
1: I don't blame her. But Hill's probably, like, a happy mistress, a happy life. <laughs> like, maybe this bitch will calm down now. Like, we're here like,
0: oh, Mrs. Bennet, you're such a freaking hot mess. But she's a hot mess. She's not thinking clearly, Because of the age, but fast forward to nowadays, it's like whatever, you know. I mean, it's just like this would not do if it were me at a young at Lydia's age, running off with some guy. Like my mother would be like, "Oh, eh, you'd
1: be in a convent."
0: No, I would be. I just find it interesting. I I would have got the belt. You would have.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
0: I think that because of, obviously, this day and age, you know, Mrs. Bennett is just, I just can't, like, I can't, like, I can't, (laughs) like, why is she so happy about the fact that her daughter has blemished herself, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, how is that something to be happy about?
1: Well, I will say that because ever she's since Jane t- turned 16, she wanted to have a married daughter. Like, I think it speaks well in general, not in this situation, but it speaks well in general if you get married at 16, because it means that you're very well desired. So she's probably deluded herself to think that that's what's going on here. But that's not the case.
0: She's a child. Like, give me a break. They're, they're all children. And like, she should be ashamed of herself that, you know, if, if we're going to be thinking along those terms and the way they did back then, the fact that Jane is like, what is it? One in 20 and she's still not married. doesn't bode well for her. Right. Like it doesn't look well on her. Like she's not doing her job and
1: yeah.
0: having her married off already.
1: I'm surprised they don't talk about that more.
0: Mm, well, this is a different family, isn't it? Yeah.
1: But I mean, if you think about it, like, daphne and Tim would have been 15 or 16 it was mm-hmm. her first season
0: she was she was all out there yeah oh, yeah oh after marriage i suppose it's okay i have no idea if you want to go down oh, that yeah route. you gotta
1: flip the switch oh, my as soon gosh. as you get that ceremony over it's like be as sexual as you want
0: take it all off and but just not knowing anything not knowing anything whatsoever
1: yeah exactly So for chapter 50 or volume three, chapter eight, they get into the entail again. And like Mr. Bennett being a hot mess, because it says Mr. Bennett had very often wished before this period of his life that instead of spending his whole income he had laid by an annual sum for the better provision of his children and of his wife if he, she survived him now he wished it more than ever had he done his duty in that respect lydia need not have been indebted to her uncle for whatever of honor or credit could now be purchased for her. The satisfaction of prevailing on one of the most worthless young men in Great Britain to be her husband might have rested in its proper place. So it's interesting. Right now, he thinks he's the most worthless young man in Britain. But anyway, he goes on. He was seriously concerned that a cause of so little advantage to anyone should be forwarded at the sole expense of his brother-in-law, and he was determined, if possible, to find the extent of his assistance and to discharge the obligation as soon as he could. And then it gets a little bit more into that entail here. When first Mr. Bennett had married, economy was held to be perfectly useless, for, of course, they were to have a son. The son was to join in cutting off the entail as soon as he should be of age, and the widow and the younger children would by means be for Five daughters successfully entered the world, but yet the son was to come, and Mrs. Bennett, for many years after Lydia's birth, had been certain that he would. This event had at last been despaired of but it was then too late to be sa- saving. Mrs. Bennett had no turn for economy, and her husband's love of independence had alone prevented their exceeding their income. Oh, this next paragraph is actually what I was referring to before. Five thousand pounds was settled by marriage articles on Mrs. Bennett and the children, but in what proportions it should be divided among the latter dependent on the will of the parents. This was one point with regard to Lydia, at least, which was now to be settled and Mr. Bennett could have no hesitation in ascending to the proposal before him. So yes. it's interesting. So yeah, like he he should have been putting money aside. He should have been. But like, they why were wouldn't in you?
0: like why wouldn't you just put money aside just to put money aside?
1: Yeah. I mean you could always spend it later if that's if like you don't need it.
0: Go on a trip somewhere. <laughs> Or travel the countryside. Although
1: he has no interest in that, he's like a total homebody. But he could send Missus Bennett away for a little bit. <laughs> Give him some. And that should make quiet. him happy.
0: That should make him happy. Oh, I made a note here. I made a few notes here. Ah, oh, tell me. Yeah, no, it's just quick, simple things. Lydia's gonna get a tongue lashing from Missus Gardner. Jane remains too hopeful and optimistic. Always. Missus B's infuriating ignorance is such a curse and love of oh and this is really in relation to this love of independence I put a question mark because that always puzzles me his love of independence what does that have to do with the money
1: I read it as and I don't know if I'm right listeners tell us if you disagree I read it that he wanted to live his life independently without having to constantly, like, oversee what was going on with the household. So, like, because previously the, it says, Mrs. Bennett had no turn for economy. So, Mm -hmm. like, she's off there spending lots of money and living frivolously. And he wanted to just be, like, on his own and not really, like, running the household. Mm -hmm. So, like, his want of wanting to be independent of all that nonsense made it so that he wasn't trying to rein her in. Because going back to persuasion, uh, Mrs. Elliot or Lady Elliot, she Mm -hmm. was the one that would kind of rein her husband in and stuff and keep him under control. And it wasn't until after her passing that they lost all their money where, like, Mr. Bennett, he just doesn't want to have to deal with that. He doesn't want to have to deal with that with his wife. So that's how I read it.
0: It makes absolute sense to me. Yeah. Absolute sense. Because
1: he just wants to chill in his country home and read his books and, like, take walks and not be bothered so what do i have here uh mrs bennett in this chapter is like oh maybe lydia and wickham will live in this house and maybe they'll live in that house and she's just like living in her own little fantasy world and mr bennett is like one house she's not gonna be welcome in is this house (laughs) at damn straight and uh mrs bennett is like not happy and she's super not happy because he refuses to give her any money towards the wedding clothes i don't blame them because like that's one thing like the wedding clothes are supposed to basically be like a whole wardrobe for you so it's a big chunk of money usually oh wow i
0: had no idea i thought it was like strictly like the wedding clothes like the dress Um, and the shoes and then that's it
1: my understanding based off of I watch these videos from like a historic this lady that like makes historical clothing and stuff like that and she talks about like your wedding clothes or your trousseau would be like your wedding dress which then you would later alter into a dress that you could wear for like nicer occasions and then there would mm. be like house dresses there would be like a fancier dress, like church dresses. Your undergarments, like it would be like your whole kind of like wardrobe.
0: She does not deserve any of that for being a freaking brat.
1: Yeah, and I don't think she gets any of it.
0: She, but she doesn't even again. Getting ahead of myself, but she doesn't address that no. at least, at least from what we see. So she may be completely clueless of it.
1: She is. <sighs> at least that's how I, I clueless about I read a lot it. of stuff clueless yeah. about a lot
0: of stuff elizabeth's feelings are all over the place man she's like yeah. she was humbled she was grieved she repented but she hardly knew of what she became jealous of his esteem when she could no longer hope to be benefited by it she wanted to hear of him when there still when there seemed the least chance of gaining intelligence she was convinced that she could have been happy with him when it was no longer likely they should meet
1: Yeah, like, she really regrets telling him everything that happened, and I wrote down Mm -hmm. that if he would have proposed now, she would have gladly and gratefully said yes. Agree. Yeah, because she writes, what a triumph for him, as she often thought, could he he know that the proposals which she had proudly spurned only four months ago would now have been gladly and gratefully received? He was Mm -hmm. generous. She doubted not as the most generous of his sex, but while he was mortal... There must be a triumph. This next paragraph, like, made me a little bit sad because she writes, She began now to comprehend that he was exactly the man who, in disposition and talents, would most suit her. His understanding and temper, though unlike her own, would have answered all her wishes. It was an union that must have been an advantage of both. By her ease and liveliness, his mind might have softened, his manners improved, and from his judgment, information, and knowledge of the world, she must have received benefit Mm -hmm. of greater importance. So that's, like, sad because she's, it like, is. I was all wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah.
0: And I think I found what I was looking for. She had no fear of it spreading far- farther through his means. So I think that that's yeah. what I wrote. She barely, I think, she, I meant to say maybe she, like, barely knows Darcy, but she's so confident that he won't say a word.
1: He's too much of a gentleman, especially since she knows what's going on on his side of things Mm -hmm. like they they have this secret to share together
0: they do they do they do they Mm -hmm. do and he didn't have to share it and he did and she didn't have to share it and she did yeah But he wants to see them just to rub it in their faces yeah
1: yeah, because Mr. Gardner writes again, Wickham's going to quit quit the militia. He's going to go into the regulars. Which
0: I had no idea about. I was like, what? There's two different ones? Okay, makes sense.
1: Well, think of the National Guard versus the Army here. And then uh, I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago. Colonel Foster is going to take care of the creditors in Brighton. Mr. Bennett will take care of the ones in Meryton. They will be married and be ready to leave in a week. And then, yeah, it says um, they'll go to the north unless invited to Longbourn. And uh, Lydia wants to see everybody. And Mr. Bennett says no. But then Lizzie and Jane convince him that he should let them come and acknowledge the marriage just for society and stuff. And Mrs. B is all upset because her baby's going north. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you shouldn't let her be running around the countryside like a hoe. Yeah, doing well, her thing.
0: I mean, we didn't know Maybe she did was going to be like that, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we did know that Lydia cannot be trusted. They should have listened to Lizzie.
0: They she, he should have listened to Lizzie because she yeah. wasn't going to listen to Lizzie. She care less. What and he knew he
1: was like she needs to make a spectacle of herself, and she'll be uh-huh. able to do this with very little inconvenience to myself or my pop- us- my wallet.
0: Exactly. She made a spectacle yeah. of the whole entire family.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh Damn, Lydia. Goodness. Anything else for Chapter 50 or Chapter 9? Just,
0: just Lydia. Or oh, no.
1: Eight.
0: no, nothing. Nothing. All
1: right. All right. Next chapter. Chapter 51 or Volume 3, Chapter 9.
0: Lydia has arrived.
1: The wedding happens and they arrive.
0: They talk in ways that is completely inappropriate hinting at there being away and what could have been during that time well i mean not away like in london but while they were at brighton mm-hmm. she was away for three months like jane blush lizzie blushed
1: she, yeah she's like completely like oblivious. oblivious oblivious and like is this a chapter where lizzie's like i don't like your way of getting husbands yeah, um, or something that might be a a later chapter
0: oh uh, this is the no it is that chapter uh, um because she swore oh, up and yeah. down that she is going to hook up her sisters with husbands
1: oh my gosh that's right I thank you
0: for my share of the favor said elizabeth but i do not particularly like your way of getting husbands and of course it went in one ear and out the other
1: yeah oh and i wrote down i noted that uh, Elizabeth could bear it no longer. She got up and ran out of the room and mm-hmm. returned no more until she heard them passing through the hall to the dining parlor. Oh, she, this oh, part ticks me off. She then joined them soon enough to see Lydia with anxious parade walk up to her mother's right hand and hear her say to her eldest sister, "Ah, Jane, I take your place now and you must go lower because I am a married woman. Fuck you, Lydia. <laughs>
0: and the ridiculousness that they have stations even yeah. within family, it's beyond me. So someone who is married gets precedence over someone who isn't married, which we already know because they're spinsters.
1: It's just, it's just. Yeah. It's but here's ball. a good line. It, is, it was not to be supposed that time would give Lydia the embarrassment from which she had been so wholly free of at first. She's not going to get embarrassed because she's like in total denial of her behavior.
0: No decorum, no morals whatsoever. She longed to see Missus Phillips, the Lucases, and all their other neighbors to hear and to hear herself called
1: Missus Wickham by each of them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she's she's this long is, gone, dude. This is why I think she's naive. She's just so she's got her head stuck so far up her ass, her own but, ass. But
0: it it makes you wonder, like, what was Mrs. Bennett teaching them? Nah, or, nah. or she's the youngest, so it's just completely different. I don't know.
1: I guess so, maybe. But it's like, you're not getting a clue. We're at the all. youngest. We're not such a hot mess.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. We get it. We observe behavior, we see what can and can't be done, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. But she's such a and entitled lydia. brat she's yeah. a brat and i wrote here does lydia is lydia ignorant of wickham's dealing dealings and i also wrote lydia acts like she should have been the oldest
1: yeah they,
0: and they eloped this is all from page 241 interesting they eloped because lydia urged him to elope
1: oh well, i think that was like her attention from the beginning So he probably was like, sure, but not really intending. I wrote down Lydia has more affection for Wickham than Wickham has for her, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And then they stayed for 10 days, which I was surprised that Mr. Bennett had them stay for 10 days.
0: That's a long time. Yeah. Very long time. And like, where did they stay? (laughs) That's what I want to know. And I still want to know, does Is Lydia ignorant of Wickham's dealings?
1: That's a really good question. I think it could be argued either way because it could be that she knows and she just chooses to act like she doesn't know. Or Or she doesn't care. Yeah, or she just got her, like I said, her head so far up her ass that she doesn't have a clue. That too. Because some people, like the person that you care about, they can do, do no wrong. They have you on such like they have them on such like a high pedestal
0: she has them on a high pedestal yeah. big time
1: yeah so it's hard to know because when they're way up there you're not seeing how they're acting for real but this is where the real drama we keep saying that but like I know <laughs> lydia can't keep her damn mouth shut
0: mm-hmm. and so she
1: messes up oh so like Lizzie doesn't give a shit about the wedding. And Lydia's like, Oh, I have to tell you about
0: this. I, yeah. I never gave you an account of my wedding. I believe I believe you were not by when I told Mama and the others all about it. Are you not curious to hear how it was managed? Not really, replied Elizabeth. I think there cannot be too little said on the subject. Law you are so strange I, I I did make a comment here that maybe you can help clear up for me did jane hear of lydia's wedding because she said the others and i felt I like it,
1: right like well remember when lizzie ran out of the room i took yes. it that that's when she talked about the wedding Ah, uh, uh, so think jane about would that. have been there okay but I don't think she made the mistake and misspoke like she did this time.
0: I think you're right there. And I think that might have been, like, what got, what caught me up. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, why didn't Jane say something to Lydia about...
1: Mr. Darcy's at the wedding.
0: What's he doing at the, Mr. Darcy replied Elizabeth in utter amazement. Oh yes, he came, to, he, he was to come there with Wickham, you know. But gracious me, I quite forgot. I ought not to have said a word about it. I promised them so faithfully. But what will Wickham say, it was to be a, such a secret. And then Jane is like, if it was to be a secret, say not another word on the subject. You may depend upon my seeking no further oh certainly said elizabeth though burning with curiosity we will ask you no questions
1: they know their sister they know sh- her ass is gonna speak
0: she didn't get too too no, she, I didn't guess she doesn't. Too much. well you know what yeah. she but she kind of can't give like she, he was there well, that's it she doesn't she know doesn't everything know. else yeah
1: they she gave away what she needed to give away Yeah, because she's not going to know the particulars of why he was there,
0: and that answers my question. Then she doesn't know his dealings because of not. But then, why was she like? Is oh god, Lydia? Is she that naive?
1: She. So it could be that she is a little bit naive, but she knows she knows enough to make herself naive. Like kind of like what I'm going to
0: divulge.
1: Kind of like much. when people are like, Oh, if my partner is cheating on me, as long as I don't know about it, it's fine. I'll just pretend like it's not happening.
0: Which is totally what she's gonna go through. But yeah. like I I guess I could picture her being like, Oh, he's done all of this. Oh, Darcy's gonna take care of it. Like, oh, okay. Well, fine. So it's it's yeah, being like taken not, care of, whatever.
1: Not thinking too deeply on it. She's not exactly. a deep thought like thinker
0: she's her mother yeah she's very surface child
1: the only thing else that i had for this chapter was that lizzie goes and writes mrs gardner to find out what the heck's happening
0: she needs to know the yeah. she's like tell me mm-hmm. and mrs gardner is willing ready willing, and able to give yeah. all of that information
1: in the next chapter because she's like oh i thought you knew
0: yes 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 and she's like oh i what was it i think she's just surprised i have just received your letter and shall devote this whole morning to answering it as i foresee that a little writing will not compromise what i have to tell you i must confess myself surprised by your application i did not expect it from you don't think me angry however for i only mean to let you know that i had not imagined such inquiries to be necessary on your side If you do not choose to understand me, forgive my impertinence. Your uncle is as much surprised as I am. And nothing but the belief of your being a party concerned would have allowed him to act as he has done. But if you are really innocent and ignorant, I must be more explicit. Et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, because they've known from the very beginning.
0: They picked up on it because they know her so well. Where
1: nobody else has figured it out well
0: but you know what to be fair they were in a position to see her and him together in a different light
1: yeah that's true because I think if Jane would have been there she would have picked up on it right away
0: I think so too well look at uh Charlotte
1: yeah Charlotte knew that's true Charlotte knew and we will
0: fast forward and talk about that when we get close to the end yeah
1: mm-hmm So, this is like a super long letter, but basically, she gives like a play by play.
0: She really does.
1: The day that she showed up in town, Mr. Darcy showed up. But, like, one thing that I thought was really interesting is that Darcy actually showed up the day before and he was out, Mr. Gardner was out with Mr. Bennett. And he found out that Mr. Bennett was going to be leaving the next day. So he opts to wait till Mr. Bennett leaves because he knows that Mr. Garner is going to be a more reasonable and helpful person for the situation. So Darcy knows he's. A, he. Know, he's, he's Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, nah, I'm not dealing with these Bennett's. <laughs> They're all crazy. <laughs> the only
0: reasonable ones are the ones that I want to marry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. So I thought that was really smart, but he shows up and he had found both Lydia and Wickham. He found Thanks them for Mrs. Young, Young, who was the the companion of Georgiana um, from the summer before with that whole nonsense. It took him <laughs> two to three days for her to tell him where they were. Because she was like trying to be loyal to Wickham, but she eventually did tell him. And then Lydia, she goes and he goes and finds Lydia and she refuses to leave because she's Lydia.
0: Absolutely resolved on remaining where she was. She cared for none of her friends. She wanted no help of his. She would not hear of leaving Wickham. She was sure that they should be married sometime or other. And it did not much signify when. Since such were her feelings, it only remained, he thought, to secure and expedite a marriage, which in his very first conversation with with Wickham, he easily learned, had never been his design.
1: Exactly. I Before, I can't remember which episode it was, but you had wrote Hook, Line, and Sinker when mm-hmm. talking about Darcy and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. This is Hook, Line, and Sinker for... Lydia like she's she's like drank the Kool-Aid that is Wickham
0: totally believing that they're gonna get married
1: yeah so Lydia is like hook line and sinker she's 100% yeah
0: just there's no turning back for her and she will forever be making excuses like what you were saying you know he's gonna cheat on her and she's gonna be like as long as I don't know about it Mm
1: mm-hmm uh, but oh so Darcy insists on taking care of everything like he won't let Mr. Gardner take care of anything
0: and d- did he say that it is because of him
1: Um. so I made a note that he he told them of his folly of not making known how Wickham was yes. so he didn't go into detail but he basically mm-hmm. was like this is my fault I knew how he was, and I should have exposed him, but I didn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's like, y'all got to let me take care of this for you.
0: You know what my concern is in future? That he's always going to be bailing them out.
1: Yeah, that is the concern.
0: I I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish she had, like, lived longer and decided to do a follow-up story.
1: That would have been so nice.
0: I think it would have been like, whoa.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, don't, but don't we have, we have, well, obviously it's not written by Jane Austen and it was a movie, but it's like post.
1: Oh, do you mean Death Comes to Pemberley?
0: Yes, that's the one. Yeah. They'll never, they'll never get rid of him.
1: Yeah, because, well, wait, I'm trying to remember, isn't he the death? He is. Yes. <laughs> I just realized that once you
0: said well and I was like, oh, well, it doesn't They matter. don't
1: get rid of her, though. No. Lydia Wickham <sighs> is forever Gosh. in their lives.
0: Can't get rid of any of them. One has to linger around. Yeah. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, my goodness.
1: Well, I may know because something I love about this letter is what... Mrs. Gardner says about Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy was punctual in his return, and as Lydia informed you, attended the wedding. He dined with us the next day and was to leave town again Wednesday or Thursday. Will you be very angry with me, my dear Lizzie, if I take this opportunity of saying what I was never bold enough to say before, how much I like him? His his behavior to us had, in every respect, been as pleasing as when we were in Derbyshire. His understanding and opinions all pleased me. He wants nothing but a little more liveliness that, if marrying prudently, his wife may teach him. I thought him very sly. He hardly ever mentioned your name, but slyness seems the fashion. Pray forgive me if I have been very presuming, or at least do not punish me so far as to exclude me from P. I should never be quite happy till I have been all around the park. A low phantom with a nice pair of ponies would be the very thing she's like girl i know
0: <laughs> and do I not exclude me from all yeah. the fun
1: i want to hang at up Hemberley. What?
0: i have been dying to hang out there ever since we went there
1: yeah so i love that that was like so cute
0: it, and it goes to show what type of relationship that they have even though we know mm-hmm. but it's just like it's that close and even mr gardener he was co- shocked he was shocked yeah Oh, here we go I wrote down still looking down on Mr. B so I think that was based off of what you said earlier with Mr. Darcy waiting for Mr. Bennett right. to like
1: leave but I,
0: I, now that you like said that it's not that he's looking down on him it's that just as you said he's not reasonable like and his, yeah. he's high on emotions anyhow like how can you talk to somebody like that
1: and he's trying to get this done like he's trying to get this resolved
0: what Encouragement or words did Lizzie say to make Darcy think he still had a chance with her? This has to do probably with probably because of Pemberley. <laughs> The contents of this letter threw Elizabeth into such into a flutter of spirits in which it was difficult to determine whether pleasure or pain bore the greatest share, the vague and unsettled suspicions which uncertainty had produced of what Mr. Darcy might have been doing to forward her sister's match, which she had feared to encourage, as an exertion of goodness too great to be probable, and at the same time dreaded to be just, from the pain of obligation, were proved beyond their greatest extent to be true. Can I confuse yeah. Well,
1: she's overthinking. She's trying to figure out why he would do this because like yes. Lydia means nothing to him. So she's right. like, I, I wrote down like her heart whispered that maybe he did it for her because she's yes. trying to figure out like why would he do it for her? But then she's like being like, well, it couldn't be for me because he could never be associated with Wickham as a brother-in-law. Like he would never do that
0: mm-hmm Anna. he wants no he wants yeah. nothing to do with Wickham
1: yeah so she's like overthinking it's... and analyzing it as she she does but
0: she is rightfully overthinking it in this case because to your point he he doesn't owe anything to Wickham Wickham is out of his hands he doesn't have to do anything Lydia doesn't mean anything to him if it wasn't for his feelings for Lizzie we wouldn't be in this we would not yeah. be we would not be reading this book right now very true. Okay. So, boom. Next.
1: But then, as, like, she's overthinking this and reading the letter and stuff, who shows up? Fucking Wickham. Because he's a little bitch. And he's, like, he's he's something.
0: It, it's like he's trying to save face. He's trying to save face.
1: He interrupts her. He's like, he's... I'm afraid I interrupt your solitary <sighs> rifle, my dear sister.
0: He's just trying he in my opinion is trying to save fate he's trying to recuperate the relationship that he had with her but she's not gullible anymore and she doesn't hate mr Darcy anymore she loves mr Darcy. so whatever he says and obviously too much has happened okay even without what happened with georgiana in the picture this is horrible he ruined lydia's reputation
1: yeah like he's he, he, I don't know what he he's, is. He's
0: audacious. I don't know what he yeah. is, also. I don't know what he is. But she shouts him out. She does.
1: Because, Even like, though it's he's, a very like. Yeah, he's trying to, like, say the same old shit that he always says about how, like, he was so wronged and everything and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, I did hear, too, that. There was a time when sermon making was not so palatable Mm -hmm. to you as it seems to be at present. That you actually declared your resolution of never taking orders, and that the business had been compromised accordingly.
0: Mm-hmm. And like she
1: just like he keeps starting his same shit about like what was me. And she's like, oh yeah, no, I did like this is what I heard and it's not what you were saying and yada yada yada. And then so they mm-hmm. go back and forth. And then she finally has to be like, come, Mr. Wickham, we are brother and sister, you know, do not let us quarrel about the past and future. I shall hope, shall always be of one mind. She held out her hand, he kissed it with affectionate gallantry, though he hardly knew how to look, and they entered the house. I love that. I want to transition, unless you have anything else, to chapter 53. Volume 3, Chapter 11, because my first line is, Wickham is a clueless turd. I want to
0: read what that's about. Well, let's go for it. (laughs) Where? Why? Who? What?
1: The the chapter starts off with, Mr. Wickham was so perfectly satisfied with this conversation that he never again distressed himself or provoked his dear sister Elizabeth by introducing the subject of it, and she was pleased to find that she had said enough to keep him quiet. Like, he's just like, oh, okay. So, he's kind of like Lydia, where I think he just is like, I'm just going to, like, go on with life and not think about this. He, um, he
0: has no choice, really. He has to keep him moving. He and could why,
1: feel shame.
0: Why? I mean, listen. He kept quiet. Maybe he was dwelling on it. We won't know, because... Elizabeth didn't want to talk about the topic anymore. However, but it's he never distressed himself. Exactly. Well so why
1: you're not, you're not worrying about it?
0: I don't know. I mean I actually see it a different type of way. But but let's Tell let's me. think about the fact that he was still before he kept his mouth shut, before she shut him down, he was still trying to make himself victim. Yeah. So I I do believe that you're right. I do believe that you're right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that eventually he didn't correct himself. Like correct course. You're hoping? I'm not hoping because I still think he's an asshole. But you just never know. Crazier things have happened.
1: That's true. Maybe he'll get at least less asshole-ish as time goes on.
0: Take some responsibility. He has a child and he's like, oh, maybe I should be a man and get my shit together.
1: I feel like you're giving him way too much (laughs) credit. I am. I really am. I maybe really, the really, regulars really will shape him in. because you know
0: what? You would think that they would have done something by by now.
1: Going back to persuasion, remember how like the Musgroves were all like shitting over poor Richard and yes, and mm-hmm. when he went and was on Frederick's boat, he straight like he like really improved and stuff like that under Frederick's mentorship. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody in the regulars will do that for Wickham. Maybe it could happen for everybody's sake hopefully that's what will happen
0: and, and you know what Lydia will not appreciate him
1: no she won't she'll be cheating on him mm-hmm.
0: yeah this is not the man I married bitch you ain't never satisfied <laughs> if that's <laughs> the truth Girl, my next note is like
1: I do not understand my notes I wrote Mrs be sad for a few years, but then she finds out that Bing is coming back to Netherfield. I must have been for a few hours, a few weeks. (laughs) Weeks. Several
0: weeks. (laughs) Like what? The housekeeper, oh, no, well, actually, no, this is about the housekeeper at Netherfield had received Uh, orders to prepare for the arrival of Hamesta, and that was to shoot there for several weeks. Mm -hmm. So, but I think, I think a few, some time did pass by, not too much, though. So maybe
1: a few days or a few weeks. Yeah. I wrote that Jane turns red when she hears about it.
0: Don't blame her. I do not blame her yeah so they
1: the the guys arrive mr bingley and mr darcy jane is stressed out no women in tow
0: no annoying uh, sisters
1: yep they left her behind and so, yeah, Jane is really stressed out, and she wishes that the visit would end <laughs> before she even sees them. Yes, and, and she
0: and, yeah. and and the sole reason is because she thinks that everyone is just, like, looking at her because, obviously, mm-hmm. he and she were love interests, quote-unquote.
1: Yeah, I feel bad for Jane. I do, She's too. So but, yeah, so they end up showing up at Longbourn, and it's kind of like... A bit awkward because Darcy doesn't really talk.
0: And it's driving Elizabeth crazy. Yeah. She's like, she's like having a bad girl.
1: she is she is like beyond if he doesn't talk to um, me this and that and Bingley doesn't really talk to Jane at first but then he starts to warm up a little bit
0: I think it's because he's embarrassed right like he recognizes that he's been gone for such a long time and it's like
1: yeah and Mrs. Bennet even mentions like that you promised to come to dinner before you left so he's gonna be there for a few weeks and he is gonna come back and dine at Longbourn in a few days so this was like a pretty short chapter. Yes, it was. I mean, it was because it of the point. Yeah, it's setting it up. Like it's the only I, thing else that was men- mentioned is that Mrs. Bennett asks if they saw Lydia was married. And he says he did see it. And then she complains about how it was written up because it's Mrs. Bennett. Oh, and why no would God she not mercy. do that?
0: Exactly. And Elizabeth is just like, knowing what Darcy did, she just wants to find an opportunity yeah. to also just say thank you so much.
1: Mm -hmm. Even though
0: I don't think she's supposed to because it's a secret, but she cannot help herself. She's just dying to say something.
1: She can't keep her mouth shut about it. Like, not to him. Like, she's got to be like, I appreciate you.
0: I'm just reading something. i got completely distracted. Our dear Jane when he first came in he has spoken to her but little but every five minutes is what you were talking about but every five minutes seemed to be giving her more of his attention he found her as handsome as she had been last year and i'm like how does she know that is it because he actually said it because that's pretty forward but anyhow as good natured and as unaffected though not quite so chatty Jane was anxious that no difference should be perceived in her at all, and really persuaded that she talked as much as ever, but her mind was so busily engaged that she did not always know when she was silent.
1: Well, chapter 54, or volume 3, chapter 12, goes right into kind of, like, continuing what we were talking about, because they come back a few days later for dinner, and Lizzie's, like, super annoyed, because she just wants to talk to Darcy, and she's like... Why? Why? Yeah. If he
0: came only to be silent, grave, and indifferent, said she, did he come at all.
1: And he like is, he's not making the opportunity to be near her. Like when they sit down to dinner, he's sitting over by Mrs. Bennett and like, why would those two sit together? And so Lizzie doesn't have any opportunities to sit, like, talk to him.
0: And she's, like, looking at her mom and him, and it's like, okay, they're trying to be civil with each other, but they're not really being civil with each other. And you know what? But I think now now that you say this, I mean, you didn't say anything, but it just made me think he's giving the opportunity for Bingley and Jane to get to, like, this is all Bingley and Jane. This is all Bingley and Jane, and obviously she did reject him. So,
1: (laughs) but he is trying to make up for that, like he—he is—he's giving them their their time. So, in that respect, that's really nice. I'm glad you brought that up. After dinner, things kept keeping them apart. Like at one point, she was trying to get it so that he could sit next to her, and like somebody—they don't say who—but was like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit here so the." Then men leave us alone.
0: Exactly. And like, she's like screaming inside. You? Like seriously? Like are yeah. you all like not single and ready to mingle? What's going on here?
1: And then like they actually do have an opportunity because he gets up and he comes over to ask for more coffee. And when she's yes. pouring his coffee, she asks how Georgiana is. Mm-hmm. And like then they stand in silence until he eventually walks away. <laughs> Like she could have been like, Oh, Mr. Darcy, can you come over to this corner so I can Well, I mean, well the reason why the reason
0: why he walked away is because a young lady was whispering to Elizabeth again. And oh, like yeah. how, I like how it said again. <laughs> and I put here I would elbow her particular page a girl. <laughs> but then she would have given so much away. Refusal equals Collins. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Sometimes I do. Okay, so I find it hilarious that she's just like, oh, like hoping that there's something. You know, like, he's going to ask her to marry him again. And it reminded me of Mr. Collins, where he was just like, oh, women say no. To yeah. Get so it's, I feel like it's kind of mirroring. It just mirrors each other to me I love a little that. bit.
1: Because when she said, like, in, the, like, a couple of chapters ago, when she was saying, like, I would glad." and gratefully like say yes now mm-hmm. i had thought about that like oh so you said no and now you want to say yes. <laughs> yeah so you better
0: make up your mind girl oh my goodness
1: but dinner ends she doesn't get to thank him and mrs bennett and mrs long declare that the dinner went well because yeah and they had like a whole bunch of people over
0: exactly and yeah mrs long said too, for I have asked her whether you did not. And what do you think she said? Ah, uh, Mrs. Bennett, we shall have her at Netherfield at last, which is exactly what Mrs. Bennett mm-hmm. wants to hear. And, but poor Lizzie, I mean, not poor Lizzie, poor Jane, is like, she's getting the pressure from everyone and from Lizzie. And she just wants to not gas herself up about it. Yeah. And it got to the point where she stopped talking to Lizzie about Bingley.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this this
0: chapter. Yeah, like okay, I won't say anything at all then. Oh look at that! After this day, this is the next chapter. I'm jumping ahead for one second. After this day, Jane said no more of her indifference.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because she just had she before she just kept having to be like he's just oh it's fine like there's nothing between us like I can see him without any like he's issues. been
0: very he's been very attentive he doesn't yeah. have to be attentive but he's being attentive again
1: let's be real can he not be attentive she She's, doesn't know how
0: well that is true
1: <laughs> this is Charles Bingley we're talking about. <laughs>
0: You are right there.
1: He may be the most attentive man on the planet.
0: He is. He is.
1: <laughs> with everyone. Oh,
0: goodness. Which makes him, it makes him, makes him like such a great guy.
1: Yeah. He's a good guy.
0: He is. He is. Like how
1: you were saying with Mrs. Bennett and the drama, like if you looked up a good guy in the dictionary, it would be Charles Bingley.
0: oh Righto fellow. That's okay. great
1: well we're gonna stop it here we have one more episode where we're gonna talk about the last seven chapters i can't believe we're finally (laughs) we
0: finally made it and i'm super excited because it just gets better and better and better and better
1: i can't wait (laughs) but let us know your thoughts like and follow us on instagram come say hi let us know what we should be reading next because, yeah, we got to think about that now Now that we're coming to an end.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Should we stick with Jane Austen or should we go with something else? Let us know your thoughts. Tell Feel free to us, buy us a us. coffee. Uh, check out our other episodes. We're on all the major platforms where podcasts can be located. And in the meantime, thanks for listening to Gabbing.
0: Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. Uh, uh,